Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. God wanted a family, so he planted a son. Everything God wants, he puts in seed form. Like produces like. Oranges produce apples, strawberries. Money produces money. It's a law. Whatsoever you sow, so you reap. That's why if you could put it in a seed, you can reap the harvest of anything. You got to figure out how to get it in the earth. It'll come back to you. God does it all the time. It's a law. He said, don't be deceived. God's not going to be mocked, but don't faint before your harvest. That's what happens to people. I'm tired. Tired of what? <laughs> Can't get tired. Tired of what? I feel like quitting. Quit. Where are you going to go? You know what I'm saying? Where are you going to go back to? Peter had one bright day. He said, where am I going to go? You got the words of everlasting life. Where can I go? Ain't nowhere to go. So where are you going to go back to? Amen? Ain't nothing to go back to. Amen? Hold your seed in your hand. Amen? Praise the Lord. God's good, ain't he? Praise the Lord. Hold your seed in your hand. Get ready to give. Amen? Because now you got to give with faith. Two things you need, faith and joy. You got to have faith. When you sow, and you got to be joyful, cheerful, the Bible says. God loves a cheerful giver. Why is it like a cheerful giver? You know why? It means your soul's in agreement with the Spirit of God saying, your soul's a problem. I'm going to fix that next week. Boy, I'm going to fix your soul next week. You better come in this building next week. <laughs> I'm telling you, you come in this building next week, you ain't going to be right. I'm going to fix your soul. All you got soul problem. You all got a soul problem. Whole body of Christ got a soul problem. You ain't got nothing wrong with your spirit. Your spirit's perfect. Everything's laid up in your spirit. Your soul's jacked up. I'm going to soak your soul in the spiritual realm, and you'll give a greater capacity to receive everything God's got for you. Yeah, I'm serious. We'll start tonight. Might as well start today, roll right into Sunday. We'll stay lit for a week. Come back all jacked up. You go to work next week, you be, what's wrong with you? I'm supernatural, man. I'm messed up. They'll be like, what happened to your face? I'm just happy. Why are you smiling? It's Monday. I'm just happy. Ha, ha, ha. I got the joy of the Lord. I don't know. Go in there jack everybody up at work. I don't do whatever you got to do. Go in there, but why are you happy? Why are you sad? Tell, I don't know what you're going to tell them. Tell them something, but you're going to win. You're going to win. You know, you're not, you may not be perfect at this, but you're getting better. That's how you get better. You're getting atmospheres, and it just stretches you, and then you go back, and you can't be normal. So you're just doing good. Amen? So you got your seed in your hand? Boy, tonight's going to be good. Well, I'll tell you, tonight, if you better be ready for tonight, though, you're going to love, I'm going to tell you about this thing. Let's, let's take the offering, right? Hold on. You, you happy now. I don't want to mess you up here. <laughs> you happy now. I'll start talking about instruction. You'll be like, I'm not giving my money happy now. Now I'm mad. Let me keep you joyful, and then you sow your offering, and then I'll start talking about instruction. I don't want to jack up your giving. You be ready to give, like, Pastor, don't mess it up. I'm happy right now. Don't talk about obedience. Just talk about overflow. <laughs> Let's talk about overflow. Don't talk about nothing else. Just talk about, okay, overflow, overflow. Everybody say overflow, overflow, overflow. Look at your neighbor say overflow, overflow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Online, look at, you, look at your couch. Say overflow, overflow, overflow. Scream at the TV, overflow, overflow. I don't know what you got to do, but do it. Amen. Father, we just thank you right now for the opportunity to give. We thank you that this seed goes, grows, comes back a hundredfold. We thank you, Lord, for increase in supernatural blessing, touching each and every life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Now, tonight, you better get ready. Amen. Get out a pen and paper. Amen. Tonight, I want to talk to you. You know, the Lord, the Lord is so good. You guys are doing so good. I prayed for you. I'm praying for you all week. I pray for you a lot, but I got to pray for you more. God told me this week, pray for you more. Because I, need, I really want you to get this. I'm going to save you 20 years of heartache. Save you 30, 30 years of banging your head against the wall. It's God's honest truth. Mentorship saves you two things you can't afford to lose. Time and money. It's the truth. Saves you time and money. You can't afford to waste that. Praise the Lord. Tonight we're going to be talking about the love of instruction. Write that down. You ain't happy about it, but it'll be all right. The love of instruction. You got to start loving instruction. Until you love instruction, <laughs> you're going to feel pain. Amen? But you guys are smart. Remember this. God loves you because of whom you are, but he blesses you because of what you do. God loves you for whom you are. God loves you. That's one-on-one. God loves you. But he blesses you because of what you do. Does that make sense? He loves you. God's love never changes. You can be knee-deep in sin and craziness. God loves you. Never take his love off you. But he can't bless you the way he wants to bless you until you get to the level of instruction. Okay? But take good notes. Got a lot of scriptures for you. Hopefully we can get through them. Okay? This is really important. Go to Proverbs chapter 1. Because I started asking myself a question. This is still fruit of the Spirit. I started asking my, Today and Sunday, I was asking myself a question. I'm like, man, okay. What did I got to get an understanding of to really get this fruit to work? Because you got it in you. See, the fruit of the Spirit's already in you. When the Holy Spirit came in you, he came with the fruit. So love, joy, peace, long suffering, all that stuff's in you. How do we get it out of you? And I started thinking about it. It comes down to really being led to the Lord. Because sometimes you got to know what, what to do and when to do it. You know what I mean? The Holy Spirit will lead you. And then it comes down to following instruction. Following instruction meaning this. When I'm supposed to walk in love, got to walk in love. You know what I'm saying? How am I going to walk in joy I got I to gotta add an instruction to my moments in life. So if I follow instruction of the word of God, it'll lead me to the place where I can develop and operate in the fruit of the spirit even better than before. So it all comes down to me following, following instruction. What do you mean by following instruction? Look at Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1 in the book of Proverbs, it really gets laid out where we can understand it. We're going to start with verse 2. And I'm going to read a little bit of this, and then we're going to bounce back and forth, maybe in the Amplified, so they could see it a little better. I'm going to read the first seven verses here, and I want you to read, just look at it with me. And it says this, to know wisdom and instruction, and to perceive the words of understanding. Now watch verse three. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity. Look at this. To give what? Subtly to the simple, the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning. Look at verse 5. That's important. 
A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation of the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Man, that's good, ain't it? Go back to verse 2, and we're going to look at this, okay? You could read verse, can you put one, two, put it in, see, check it in the Amplified if you can. Let's just read it. Did you get something out of that so far? Now, get, you're looking for instruction, okay? Why do we got to, okay, to know, look at this, to know skillful and godly wisdom and instruction, to discern, comprehend the words of understanding and insight. See that? Keep going. We're going to read all the way through to receive instruction in wise behavior and the discipline of the wise, thoughtfulness, righteousness, justice. Keep going. Integrity. That the prudence, what? Good judgment, right? Common sense. I like that, right? Astute common sense. Like, pay attention to common sense, bro. Right? Don't be like all, it's common sense, some of this stuff. Okay? Maybe given to the naive inexperienced who are easily misled. Ooh, come on, somebody. Right? And knowledge and discretion, intelligent discernment to thy youth. Here we go. The wise will hear and increase their learning, and the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. Man, this is getting better, ain't it? Let's go. Six. To understand a proverb and a figure of speech or an enigma with its interpretation and the words of the wise and their riddles that require reflection. Well, it says, the reverent fear of the Lord that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome is the beginning and the permanent part of what? Knowledge, its starting point and its essence. But arrogant fools despise skillful and godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. Praise the Lord. Let's go home, right? It's like, Jesus, help us. What is he trying to say? Following the word is going to follow. The, the, following the word of God and following the instruction that God gives you is the key to life. Wisdom is this. Wis I like to say this. This is what wisdom is. It's the ability to make the right decisions in any given moment. That's what wisdom is to me. Wisdom means you can come into any given moment and make the right decision, okay? You got to have wisdom because the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing, and all your wisdom get understanding. So wisdom is the word. Got to remember that now, okay? Wisdom is the word, and when you got the word, you got wisdom. So wisdom is found in the word. So now instead of having an opinion of what you should do, you just have the word, and when you got the word, you got the wisdom for a thing. Wisdom, that proverb is understanding, the ability to make right decisions in any given moment. Well, so what is instruction? Basically, in the Hebrew, instruction can be translated discipline. It refers to the process of receiving knowledge and then applying it to your daily life. A person develops discipline in life by implying or applying words of insight. Does that, I'm going to read it again. So discipline can be translated, instruction can be translated discipline. It refers to the process of receiving knowledge. You got knowledge and then applying it to your daily life. A person develops discipline in life by applying right words or words of insight. Okay? And, and one of the ways to look at instruction is this. It's what to do and how to posture yourself 
and present circumstances. Write that down. It's what to do, what to do, and how to posture yourself in present circumstances. Does that make sense? It's what to do, what to do, and how to posture yourself in present circumstances. What's that mean? That means that I have the understanding of how to make wise decisions in given moments. So wisdom and instruction is very important, okay? Now, I'm going to read these scriptures to you. They're going to be good, okay? So look at, look at Proverbs 1.23, okay? Look what it says if you follow the word or you follow wisdom. Proverbs 1.23 in the Amplified is really good, okay? I got a bunch of stuff to read to you tonight. You doing all right? Look at this. Want to read it in the King James? We can. And then we'll read it in the Amplified. This says, if you will turn and pay attention to my rebuke, Behold, I wisdom, look at this, man, it's so good. If you will turn and pay attention to what? My rebuke, behold, I wisdom will pour out my spirit on you, and I will make my words known unto you. Look at that. Keep reading that. Show down the end of that. I'll make my words what? Known unto you. You see that? He said wisdom will be poured out to you if you receive it. So here's the thing. Nobody wants correction in life, but correction is key. Okay. And correction comes from the word, okay? Now, look at this. Flip over here. These are going to help you, okay? 2 Timothy 3.16. Write this down, okay? Why am I telling you this? Very important, because I said something Sunday got me going on this thing. 2 Corinthians. Did you get that? Second, second, I'm sorry. What did I say? 2 Timothy 3.16. That's right. Look at this. Scripture, the word, look at this. You got the first part of it? Yeah, that's it. All scripture is given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All scripture is God breathed. You see it? Now watch this now. This is where these idiots in the earth, you hear what I just said? Idiots in the earth. They don't pay no attention to this stuff because they're antichrist. You understand that? You understand that? So you can't listen to these idiots. But the people on the TV, morons. Come on, don't get mad at me. I said it. You didn't say it. You ain't going to get in trouble for it. I'm okay. I'm a big boy. I can handle the heat. Idiots. I don't know when a baby's a baby. I do. Conception. What the Bible said. Ain't no big mystery about it. Ain't no mystery. They think it's a mystery. I ain't got no mystery about it. I'm not going to go on this bandwagon. I already got it. I'm just trying to tell you, listen to the Bible. Don't listen to, to these crazies. This is the only truth there is. You understand that? Ain't no other truth but that book. Ain't no lies in it. Ain't one lie in it. Ain't nothing off in it. And ain't your interpretation of it. It interprets itself. Well, I think this. I don't care what you think. I don't care what I think. I quit thinking a long time ago when I opened that book. I ain't got no opinion. You understand? Look, I'm not picking on nobody's bandwagon. I'm just trying to tell you, but everybody tries to, all scripture. So this is what it's saying right here now. Now, we, we all submit, our, if Jesus submitted himself to the word of God, you better believe I am. Come on, guys. Come on. Jesus said, I lift this word above my name. Put himself under it. He put that book over his head. He went like this. He, Jesus did like this. He said, this word is above me, and I submit myself to it. So we all under this thing. You see it? Once, see, let me tell you what happens. Once, see, this what people do. They, once they start compromising, they try to squiggle out because they want to do what they want to do. You better don't squiggle. I don't like nothing that slithers. I don't like slither. Don't try getting slippery. 
Don't get slithery. You get slithery, you're going to get in trouble. Don't get slippery with that. You get, how will how will they try to figure out what, how much, you know, instead of figuring out how much, that sounds better. You're a good sound, and you're a sound woman. My wife's amazing, amen? Praise the Lord. I tell you, that sounds better now all of a sudden, amen? All scripture is what? God breathe, God, or given by divine inspiration, and is profitable. So why did he give us the Bible? Instruction, conviction of sin, right? Keep going. And for correction of error and restoration through obedience. For training in righteousness, learning to live in what? Conformity to God's will. Both publicly and privately behaving honorably with person or personal integrity and moral courage. Did you get that? So two-thirds two of the word of God is for correction. Do you get that? It's quiet in here. But this, you should embrace it. You should love it. You got to love it. And you know what the problem is with the church? What can we get away with? Why do you want to know what you can get away with? I don't want to know what I can get away with. You know what I'm saying? They come in. Well, how, can you do this? <laughs> you know what? These nitwits, can I smoke some pot? No, you can't smoke no pot, you dipstick. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with these people? <laughs> Crazy people. I had one guy tell me one time, man, I'm going to be rough next week. You better come packing, man. I'm ready. Look, what's that? No. Why you want to, why you going to do none of that stuff? Just cut it out. Oh, you potheads don't want to hear this stuff, amen? I'm like a hound dog. Somebody here smoking pot. You better quit it. Cut it out. God knows what you're doing. Stop having that sin, too, while you have. I start seeing pictures, bro. I got to go home, man. You just lock me up till next week, man. I'm serious. I'll start going over. I'll start seeing stuff, man. I won't tell. I promise I won't tell. I won't tell. I know what you know. I won't look at you. I preach this screen. You better cut it out. Everybody in church, well, how much sin can I do before I get in trouble? That's the truth, none of it. That's right. But they'll try to figure out how to get away with it now, won't they? How much, what do you, how walking, how close you got to be with that walking in love? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they try to figure out, they push it to the limit. Stop pushing it to the limit and go all over in the obedience. You understand? That's how you get good at this. You go all into the obedience. Because God ain't taking nothing from you. He's trying to get everything to you, but he got to have character developed in you so he can give it to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's all right. Some of you smoking pot, just come on, quit. Will you cut it out? <laughs> like, Pastor Joe, I'm smoking pot. No, I don't know. My God, we can't even use these CDs for the radio. They're probably smoking pot on the radio. That's the problem right there. Amen. Listen, come on. You understand what I'm saying? No, be serious, though. I'm being serious. Come on, laugh. You got to laugh once in a while. God Almighty, some of you are too stiff, right? Look, pay attention, right? Look, <laughs> look I'm being serious. Don't get scared. I love you. I'm for you, right? You understand what I'm saying, though? Like, instead of trying to figure out how can I live in the balance of being closer to God, people trying to figure out how much can I get away with with God. Not a lot of you, but most people are like that. You know, how close do we got to get before we, no, 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 stay close to Jesus, man. Like we said, two-thirds of the word is about correcting you, helping you stay on the road. You want to know what the problem is? People don't like correction, but correction is key to keeping you safe. The Bible says embrace it and love it. That's the word of God, you understand? Now, it ain't going to be comfortable in the season, but it's going to produce the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Remember we read that? 
Go, go to Hebrews 12, 1, 12, 11. You all right? Come on. You know I love you, man. Come on. Smile on your brother. Let us love one another right now. I got Starburst and Jolly Ranchers. My God in heaven, things are good around here. Almost threw this at you when you're doing announcements. I was, I was for you, not against you. Right? Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. Everybody say, it's not fun. You see, it's not fun being corrected. The Word of God will correct you. And you know the Holy Ghost, he's cute, ain't he? Oh, he's something else, the Holy Ghost, man. Holy Ghost is a mess, man. He'll mess you up. Because he don't, he don't convict you. I don't buy that conviction business. Preachers preach that all over the world. I don't agree with it. He's not the divine convictor of you. He's the divine revealer of truth. I agree with that. Don't get no wrong opinion of the Holy Ghost. Because then you won't come near him if you think he's a convictor. Because if you were in sin, this is how I promise you it's not true. If you were sinning, None of y'all are in here. I know you ain't. But if you thought God was a convictor of my sin, would you go to him? No, nah, you ain't going to go every, you're gonna go the other way, right? So that ain't God. God's a good God. He loves you. God, you come in there. Now, if you got a problem with somebody and you go to God, he's slick, though. <laughs> he's slick. He's smart. He got you. You know, you go in there, oh, Lord, hallelujah, oh, our mighty God, Jesus, hallelujah. And you mad at somebody? You're like, oh, I worship you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, she come out. You all hot, right? Ooh, Jesus, I feel goosebumps. Hallelujah. Come on. Right? Y'all good. You know what I'm saying? You all in, right? And then just when you get quiet, he's like, if you have ought against your brother, you ought to make, he's in King James then, you know, if you have ought against your brother, you should make peace with him. You're like, oh, great. Now I got to go forgive the ding-dongs in the world. Because I want my prayers to be answered because you know enough truth to mess up your prayer life. He's cool, right? And he's like, I'm just saying, amen. That's the Holy Ghost. He doesn't he does say nothing. He's like, but you can do what you want. And Paul figured him out because Paul, Paul was slick too. Paul was like, you know, Paul came in there and he gave, what is that dude's name? Omnius or whatever that dude's name was in the Bible. Omnipotent, whatever his name was. That cat, he's like, well, I borrowed him and, you know, he's my brain. He basically was saying, I'm doing you a favor by giving them to you, and you kind of owe me one, so take them. <laughs> it was like one of those, like, I know a guy that knows a guy, and I did you a favor, and now you got to take this guy. That's what Paul was saying. He's like, not that I didn't do you a favor, but you should do me a favor, so take them. Hello? You understand what I'm saying? That's like the Holy Ghost. He's like, I'm not saying you should do this, but it might not be a bad idea to walk in love. He kind of does that in your head when you're in there. You're like, oh, great, now i got to forgive the ding-dongs in the world. Come on, come on, because I want my prayer life to be answered. Come on, come on, you see it? And then he goes, beloved, oh, praise the Lord. And you go, oh, this is good. And then you don't do it the first three times he tells you. You know what I'm saying? Because you're cool, but he don't forget. He is definitely divine. He is the divine. Everybody say the Holy Spirit is a divine reminder of truth. He is a reminder. <laughs> oh, he reminds. He don't forget. He'll give you a month, and you thought he forgot about it. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Might not be a bad idea to go make all. You got all against your brother. Go make peace. You're like, oh, Jesus, I got to forgive these dipsticks. Yeah, he got long-suffering, but he come back. But he tells you the word. He doesn't convict you. The word brings correction. Now, here's the smart part. If you are a person of instruction, you will love instruction. If not, you're going to refuse the instruction, and that's when your life goes off the rail. Because what happens is you walk in in life. This is how it works, Chris. Pay attention. Right? I know you are. See, the Lord confirmed me. Right? You walk in. Yes, Lord, I heard you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Remember when Jesus yelled out, <laughs> well, my God, my God, where are you? Here he is. showing up. Come on, right? You walk in, and then you get a little bit, and then he goes like this. Hey. And then he brings 
instruction, which comes from the Word of God, which sometimes corrects you and your attitude, you better embrace it, don't reject it. Because if you reject it, now you get off the road. Not because you had to get off the road, but because you chose to refuse instruction, now you're off the road, not by design, but by default of not accepting the instruction you got. Does that make sense? So you're on the road, and he brings those little curveballs. I'm going to show it to you in the Word of God. Did you read this thing? Now, no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous or joyful, but this is grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. It develops fruit in you. You see that? Peaceable fruit of what? Shown in. Righteousness. What do you mean righteousness? Keep going. Ain't nothing else to that thing? There got to be more. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> of righteousness under them which are exercised by it. Now, what's righteousness? Right standing with God. So the more you embrace correction, the more you walk in right standing with God. You see that? See it? Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. I don't tell me. Nah, stop right there. Stop. Put the brakes on. Stop. Some of you are like, you've been skinning for a while now. That's how Evan drives that golf cart when you win him in there. Bro, I want to stop back there. He got the brakes on for a mile. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got jokes, too. I'll call everybody out. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Right? You understand what I mean by that? You understand what I mean by that? Look what it says there. Peaceable, peaceable fruit of righteousness. Is he saying, look, look, go back. Go back to the first part of that. Let me see this. He said, no chastening. He talked about it in Hebrews. He said, you remember when you got slapped around when you were a kid? He said, you had a father in the earth and a mother in the earth. My mother's smiling. Why are you smiling so big? That ain't funny. <laughs> she didn't everything a joke about spanking me. <laughs> she told me last week she was going to hit me. That was, she, she, you got candy? Praise God. Uh, all right. I don't know. Uh, I got some Jolly Ranchers. I'll share. Oh, there ain't no calories in this. It's like one, three grams of sugar or something. Somebody know this. It's good for you. They get stuck in your teeth, though. You got to be careful. All right. So listen. No chastening. Remember, it said, that, it said in Hebrews, it said no, you, you had an earthly father smack you around. Not, not in a weird way. Somebody went, I'm not talking about abuse. I'm talking about your mama beating you in the rear end. Okay? Straightening some of you out. Some of you needed a little bit more spanking when you were younger, and now I got to deal with you. All right? All right? So as I'm saying, he said they did it for earthly stuff. God's doing it for spiritual stuff. So the chastening from the Lord ain't no fun. Ain't, ain't joyful. When, <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no fun when you're in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, great, now we're dying. You know, you're dying, right? He said this, but afterward, now watch this now. Are you paying attention? Afterward, it what? Okay, yield is like a crop, right? The yield, the fruit. He said righteousness is a fruit. No, 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 you better read that. He said right, yielded the peaceable, peaceable fruit. Of righteousness. What do you mean the peaceable fruit of righteousness? Right? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Right standing is the position of what? My place in God. But he says the fruit grows. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. What's that mean? You get a better revelation of it. You were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But the more you yield to the correction from the word, the more you grow in the fruit of righteousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you start duplicating it. Right standing with God starts coming out of you. But first, it's got to get in you. I got right. Once you understand you got right standing with God, there ain't nothing you ain't scared to ask God for. 
You're deep, man, when you got right standing with God. Me and God are one. God thought it was not robbery to be equal with who God. Jesus thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. He put that mind, he said, let this mind be also in you. Whoa, wait a minute. Well, let mind, what kind of mind? Let, to be equal with God. Don't put it in the book, you don't want me to believe it. Don't put it in the book, you don't want me to accept it. You should have left it out. He put it in the book. He put it in the book for you. It's in the book. Peaceable fruit of righteousness grows. And if you let it exercise you, grow you, man, you be walking in this right standing with God. Now, you got to love it, though. Most people don't love it. They try to get away from it. Smart people run into it. Goofy people run away from it. You know how I know? Watch. This. <laughs> I'm going to tell on somebody. You ain't here, though. You, you, you see, if you re- look, I'm, can, I, can I save you pain? 90% of the people want me to bless their mess. Don't bring me the mess. Bring it to me before you start it. But they don't want to qualify it in its infancy because you might get rejected. So they try to bring a mess and say, can you bless this? God can't bless a mess. That's really good, Miss Roseanne. You get that? You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, bless the mess. No, 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 no. Don't bring the mess. Bring it to me before it becomes a mess. And then we'll see if we can qualify it and quantify it. Because if we can't, we'll get rid of it before you cause a project for yourself. But they don't want to do what they want to do and then bring you a mess and go, can you fix it? It's all busted up junk. No, throw it in the garbage. That's what I like to say because that's what it is. It's your Ishmael. It's cost you your destiny. How you like Ishmael? Oh, you were cute though when you were hiding Ishmael. You had Ishmael in your pocket. Everything was cute. It'll catch up on the ride home. You guys are getting it. Is he talking about a person in my pocket? No, I'm talking about your promises you're jacking up because you're settling for something less than God's best. But you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, okay. You understand what I'm saying? No, look, if you can't expose it before God early, you probably don't want it later. Oh, that was good. Did you tweet that? Get that. That's good. I don't know what I just said. Something about exposing it before God. I don't know. Did you get it? Go back and watch the video. I told you, man. Ricky, you got it? See, they do it like this. I'm going to help Ricky because Ricky really pulling. All the other people don't want to hear me tonight. Ricky, like, I want to do it, Pastor. Here's what they do. They go, oh, here's a good idea. They get three months into it, and then they go, oh, let's see if it's cool. Now, you knew it was jacked up in the beginning. That's why you didn't bring it to nobody because you, you don't want to hear no. <laughs> hey, 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 you preaching now. <laughs> I feel good. I knew that I would now. Come on. Hey, so good. You don't want to hear me. They don't want to hear me, Oregon. They don't want to hear it. You come all the way from Oregon. You get like the plaque. You guys came all the way. That's a long ride. Hey, Amen. It is worth it. I'm pretty good. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just get you gotta lighten up. I tried to use these jokes. You guys don't even laugh no more. Next week you better laugh because there's gonna be company coming. You know, visitors. You better. You know, they're all coming from all over. Don't make me look bad. I'm just telling jokes, and everybody in the church is like, I don't think he's funny. Okay, I gotta have to deal with their drama, and you guys ain't. You know, like you know, like when the comedian gets up there, and his own team won't like cheer for him. Don't leave me hanging, because they're all gonna leave, and you're still gonna be with me. You want to get out of here next month early? Better be good. <laughs> Y'all better be good. I'm going to take notes. Oh, Miss Roseanne, you laughing? Yeah, okay. You can get out. Uh, Chris, you better start laughing at my stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you going to be in the foyer for the next month. <laughs> As you think it's funny, go on the camera. Camera two. Put on camera two. Yeah. 
Everybody think that's funny over there. You're in the frozen chosen corner over there. Amen. Amen. Did you get it? It's ain't, it ain't cool, man. You understand that? Your cane was all screwed up because it is. Yeah, you want to see it? That's how I got this thing. Because you and your offering, remember this, man. Oh, so good. You and your offering are one. Man, that's so good. You want to see it? Man, have you learned this stuff early? I wish I knew this stuff 20 years ago. Go to Genesis chapter 4. This stuff's good. I'm being serious, man. Cain and his offering, God said, I reject what you're bringing me, and because I'm rejecting what you're bringing me, I'm rejecting you. My God, people think they're going to come in the presence of God the way they want to come in. God ain't accepting that junk. I don't know what the church is preaching. Church is crazy. It's a mess. It is. Come as you are. You come as you are, but when you get there, you better serve God the way he's telling you to serve him. And I'm not being mean. I don't understand this stuff. Come as you are. You better not, you better not stay as you are. <laughs> come as you are and then figure out what God said, and you better do it. You know what I mean by that? You understand that? You understand what I'm saying? They ain't paying attention to me, some of these people. No, they don't want, they don't want to hear it. You understand what I'm saying by that? Like, oh, I'm going to come as I are. Oh, God, hallelujah. You know, God's like, no, wait a minute now. You come as you are, but then let me tell you who I am, and then you serve me the way I tell you to serve me, not the way you want to serve me. They got like God, you know, they got a, a private-sized God, you know, like, oh, you just do what you want to do, and God, nah, man, damn people ain't hearing from heaven. <laughs> they ain't hearing from heaven, man. God qualifies you in the earth for what heaven's going to tell you. Did you, get, did you get that? I'm telling the truth. You want to see it? Did you know God rejected the, his offering? And because he rejected his offering, said, I'm not accepting you neither. But you could change yourself, but until you change yourself, I ain't accepting you. Now, God loves you. You understand? Look, I'm not trying to preach something weird to you. I'm trying to get you to understand it. These guys were in a relationship with God. They had a covenant with God. But you, you just got to, here's the cool part. See, everybody thinks that, oh, my God, are you saying I'm not right with? No, you're right with God, but there's a law of God. So if you figure out how to operate in his laws, this thing will work. It's like gravity. I don't understand it. I know just don't get too close to it. Yeah, you fall off that building, man, ain't the gravity don't mean jack when I'm on the concrete. 40 stories in the air. Gravity's a whole new deal. You know what I'm saying? You know? You know, the roofing guy. We were talking about it, right? The builder guy. Yeah, man. I went on the building one time. Remember the time I went on that roof, and it was so hot, and the tar was soft, man. It was weird. It was that building over there. And you probably don't remember. I remember it because I stepped on this plywood, and the plywood moved. It was that hot on that roof, and they had, like, plywood, four-by-eights all over the, the hot roof, you know, and it was, it was dry. It was like a roof, but it got so hot in the summer from being up there, it would get soft in certain areas, that, that thing, and they put plywood out. And I remember stepping on that thing, and it's, it kind of moved. I was like, this does not look safe. <laughs> and when you're up in that building, you're like, I ain't getting close to the edge with this stuff slipping all over your feet. No, forget this mess. Gravity had more meaning there than it did right here. So these laws are important. Genesis 4 and 3, something like that. Just go there. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to do this next week? I ain't probably bringing no notes. Just trust him. He'll show up too, but you better be ready. Don't come in here like, oh, man, if these people come and take all the Holy Ghost out of here and take it home with them and you don't get it, I'm going to get mad at you. You got to get it. He'll show up. See, the atmosphere will create a platform for him to come. When he comes, if you pull on him, he'll come in here tonight. He's here. He'll manifest. We'll go over into glory all the time. God started talking to me about the glory. That's when I knew I had to get out. 
Because he'll show up. He'll come in the building. So many will. He's in you. But the more you pull on it, the more he'll manifest. And he manifests, you know, tell him what'll happen. Now, the glory of God, you know, I thought about I thought we went to that, we went and preached to um, I don't want to mention names, people, because people might know people. But I was thinking about the glory. You know, you couldn't enter in the room when the glory of God showed up. That's why that joker bounced that time. Me and, me and my dad were preaching. God told me to go to this dude's house. And we had to go there. And I was like, oh, great. I knew what I had to do, but he's an ornery son of a gun. And I was like, I got to talk to this guy about Jesus. They know what I'm talking about. I don't want to mention names. People want to know. And I was like, I got to preach to this guy. We were working. I said, I got to preach to him. He's mean, too. He was mean. Cat was mean. He's a mean guy. <laughs> he, got, he got under my skin a little bit, so I gave him a double dose. I said, you're going to listen to me. He said, I ain't going to listen to you. I said, I'll tell you right now, you're going to listen to me. He got up out of the chair like he was going to bow up. My dad was with me. He'll tell you the truth. He bounced. Evan, he bounced. The dude, did he bounce? Am I lying? He bounced, bro. He hit the glory. He got up out of the chair like he was coming at me. Am I kidding? He big dude, too, right? Older guy. I wasn't going to hit him or not. I said, no, you're going to hear about the gospel. I was working. You know, doing my thing. And he like, I don't hear none of that. In his rocking chair. I said, oh, here we go. <laughs> this going to be great. I got kicked out of a nursing home. I ever tell you that story? <laughs> I did. I never told you that story? Swear to God, I did. Banned. They come and got me. Said, you got to leave. <laughs> yeah, I was street preaching. I thought the dude was manifesting in the rocking chair. I had my hand on him. I'm like, I'm going to cast the devil out this dude. He started groaning at me. I said, devil, you come out of him. The doctor walked by. <laughs> Man, I walked around Tulsa one time. Ever tell you that? Oh, my God. I went in the hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I just kept pressing buttons. <laughs> I finished work early one day, Ricky, right? I go, what do you want me to do, Lord? He said, go to the hospital. I said, okay. I never tell you that story. Let me just tell stories the rest of the way out. I'll be like, Brother Hagen, then the glory will come in here. We'll go, hey, Psh, nah, we go over. <laughs> I was in the thing. I'm in the truck. Jerry, you're going to love this, right? I'm in the truck. I'm like, God, what do you want to do today? He said, let's go to the hospital. I said, all right. I'm telling you the truth. I put all the stuff in the truck. I was done. I'll tell you the other story later about the guy bouncing. I got 10 stories open. I'm like, Brother Hagen, all that. I told you I shouldn't have watched them. Done. <laughs> shouldn't have watched them. Tell you what's going to happen. You put it all together in the end, it'll be right. But we're all going to be laying on the ground by the time this is over, right? So I'm, I'm in this thing, right? I'm, not, I'm just telling you what happened. I'm in the thing. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oral Roberts University is across the street. The, the hospital was over there left. I went in the elevator. I don't know what I'm there for. God said go. I go in the elevator. I start pressing buttons. This dude comes in the elevator with me. It's a God's, I don't lie. I'm telling you, the God's on truth. I press these buttons, Jer. I don't know. Guy gets on. I'm like, hey, how you doing? He goes, how are you? I go, how's things going? He goes, that's oh, all right. My brother's kind of sick. So. He goes, what are you? I said, what are you here for? Or something. I don't know. got small talk. He goes, da, da, da. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm here with the local church. <laughs> I swear to God. He goes, what you mean? I said, I'm here with the local church. I'm here to pray for people. He goes, oh, really? I go, yeah, you need me to come pray for your brother? He goes, yeah, that, 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 that'd be nice. It's okay. Let's go. We go. <laughs> God's not true. We go in the room. He's talking to his brother. The brother starts talking. I'm talking too. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? He starts talking to me. I start talking to him. He starts talking. We're all talking. Five minutes into it, the guy goes, who is he? He thought I was like somebody the brother knew. I said, I'm with the local church. <laughs> I'm gone, bro. What you doing in the local church? I'm with the local church. I said, I'm here to pray for you. That guy had cancer. 
I know what's going on. I said, praise be to God. I said, we got power to heal that kind of stuff. I laid hands on that joker. Power got hit him. I said, bye. See you later. Went walking down the aisle. They started checking me out, man. They want to know where I was going. I was like walking around the hospital looking for sick people. Well, I'll tell you what. You want to have a ministry? Go down to the hospital. Get in that elevator. You see some people desperate. You start pressing buttons. You'll find somebody. What you here for? Tell me you were relevant. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Let them call me up. I'll get you out of trouble. I'll come get you. Tell them why you're here. I'm, I'm relevant church. We're here to pray for sick people. That guy was so happy. He was so happy. See me, I put my hand on his head. I said, God will heal you. I didn't stay around. What am I going to do? I don't know. But he brought him hope. He's supposed to bring hope. I was just following leading the Lord. Went in there and started praying for people. Then I went to the next aisle. I started walking around like I own the place. How you doing? Waving at everybody. People like... I said, God, somebody came up to me and said, how you doing? I said, good. I'm with the local church. How's it going, man? I just walk around. Walk around like I'm with the local church. What are you doing? I'm here to pray for people. God will send you on assignment. That's how I got kicked out of that nursing home. I got over there. Yeah, it was Ormond in the Pines over there on the thing. They kicked me out. Yeah, I went in there. This guy started growling at me. Ebony growled at me. I said, what you growling at, bro? I said, bro, it's on now. I've been learning about this stuff in Bible school last time. I put my hand on his head. He's in a rocking chair. I pushed him. He came back and forth. We, went, we played this. I pushed again. Ah, ah, come out of here. Come out. Lady walked by. I was like, hi, how you doing? Come out of here. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. Come out of him. Come out. He got calm, fell asleep. I was like, praise the God. I think we got it. <laughs> they come and got me. They come and got this. They came and got me. They said, you got to leave. I said, I'm with the local church. They said, you got to go, bro. <laughs> I said, God, that's not true. They said, you banned. I got kicked out of nursing home. They probably got a picture of me somewhere, bro. I said, you were done. I said, I cast the devil out of the guy. I went to the hospital over here. Some guy started screaming in the aisle. I said, oh, that's the devil. Let's get that. Oh, yeah, you got to help people. Got in there. Yeah, I got kicked out. I got banned from a nursing home. Kicked out of the city of faith. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I got in trouble with. That was it. So let me tell you what happened. So I go to the house. My dad was with me. It's God's honest truth. I said, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you about Jesus. I don't want to hear about no Jesus. I said, this is going to be great. <laughs> so what am I going to do with this dude? I said, well, he's going to die and go to hell, so I might as well give him everything I got. It's the truth, right? We were there. And I said, I'm going to tell you about Jesus whether you want to hear about it or not. You got to hear about the Lord. I don't want to hear about none of that stuff. I said, here we go. I'm going to get him. I turned around and I said, I'm going to tell you right here now. I looked him straight in his face. I said, I don't care what you want to hear about. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. You understand me? He said, I'm not listening to you. He got up out of the chair. He went and got out of the chair. He pushed that chair, got up out of the chair. He come up to me, went like this, boom, hit me, and boom. He didn't even bounce. Bad joker got scared. I got scared. I was like, woo, I'm packing something here. <laughs> Ooh, he bounced like a rubber ball. He bounced like a rubber ball. He come up like he was going to get me and bounce. My dad was there. He bounced like this. He went like a visible field was there. I said, what in the world is that? God said, that's the glory. They couldn't get in the, te they couldn't get in the temple because the glory filled the temple. They tried to push against it. They couldn't get in. You got to get in the glory. You understand? You get in the presence of God. The glory of God will get on you. I, now, you want to know what's crazy? I was doing what God told me to do. I didn't want to go see that guy. He'll tell you I didn't want to go. I said, he's mean and ornery. He don't want to hear nothing about no gospel. God said, he's going to die and go to hell. You better go preach to him. It's going to be on you. I said, here we go. Great. Now I got to go see him. I went in there. I said, I'm, I'm on assignment, bro. You're going to hear about the gospel whether you want to hear it or not. That joker bounced like a ball. He looked like a rubber ball bouncing off something. I said, my God in heaven, look at God. That's the glory of God. That glory will get on you. You know what I'm saying? That glory will get on you. It'll get on you. It'll get on you. The glory will get on you. Amen. It'll come in the building, get on you, take it home with you. 
What are you going to do when it comes on you? I don't know. You might not bounce, but I'll tell you what. You sure will roll. Come on, somebody. Amen. Woo. You get all excited about it. Amen. So you got to love instruction. You know what the problem is? People ain't looking for instruction. They don't really want it. They don't want to know about instruction. They try to figure out how to get away from instruction. Don't you be like that. That ain't you. You want to see this 4-3? Let's read this and we go home. You okay? That's a true story. Yeah, I got kicked out of a nursing home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wonder if I could get back in there. Remember I got kicked out of that place? I mean, Brian. Yeah, he got saved, though. The guy, the bounce, the bounce guy, he got saved. He didn't get saved that day, though. <laughs> that, day, that day didn't work, man. But somebody else got him. Glory to God. He bounced, though. Man, when he bounced, I got nervous. I said, like, what did he bounce off of? What in the world are you packing? You don't even know what you got on you. The glory showed up for the assignment. Yeah, I almost got hit one time with a bottle, street preaching. Guy come out and smack me in the head with a bottle. That was big. Yeah, I got a great track record. He come out, he's mad. He's like, I'm going to hit you in the head with this bottle. I said, I work for God. That's what I told him. He come out, this joker big. This joker was big. He's like, he drunk is drunk crazy. Had a bottle in his hand, a liquor, like a booze, a uh, beer. And he goes, I'm going to smack you in the head with this bottle. I said, you better not. It'll be the biggest mistake you make in your life because I work for God. He started crying. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I, you rest for God. He goes, I'm getting married tomorrow. Pray for me. I said, you probably need prayer, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was a bachelor party thing. He was all hammered. He, I can guarantee you that joker ain't married. He was so drunk. <laughs> he wanted to hit me in the head with a bottle. He said, I'm going to hit you in the head with this bottle. I said, that'd be the biggest mistake you ever make in your life. I work for the Lord. I should have told him I was at the local church. That was a hot one. <laughs> that was good in the hospital. You just tell me you went relevant. I'm with relevant church. Get name tags and walk around like you're important. Why not? Hi, I'm with relevant church. I'm a specialist. <laughs> tell him you're a prayer specialist. Come on, man. Tell him I'm a prayer specialist. I've been, to, I've been to Miss Kathy Strauby's prayer class. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm a prayer specialist. I've been appointed in the saint. <laughs> I lay hands on you and tell them you're an apostle. Go ahead. You've been sent. Why not? It's true. You got the power of God. You get the devil all crazy. You think he wants you in there? No, he don't want you in there. Bringing hope to people and help. Okay, listen. Remember, you and your offering are one. Okay? And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit to the ground. Everybody gets mad about this fruit to the ground business. I don't think God really cared about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? He should have brought flesh and all this. I don't know. Where's this? I don't know where they got that. It's good. I get it. You can play it. You know, I think the big problem was he waited. Should have got the first, the best. I think the problem was this. It wasn't what he gave him, but it just took too long to bring it. Because it says this, in the process of time. God don't want in the process of time. God wants the first, the best, first. You can play it any way you want. Took too long, brought the wrong thing. I don't care, but look what he says. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. Now watch this. And Abel also brought the firstling of the flocks of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. You see that? But unto Cain and his offering, he had not respect. He didn't receive it. I don't know why he didn't want it. He asked God. Maybe he came late. I don't know what it was. Bottom line says, you know, here, let's stop piddling around with this. You know what God wants. Bring him what he wants. That's the problem. This is the American church. This is it. It's, you want to know what it is? You want to know what? I'm serious right here. See this? But in the Cain is all we got this Cain mentality in the church. I'm going to come to God the way I want to come to God. I'm going to serve God the way I want to serve God. He's got to accept me. That's nonsense. It's a nonsense gospel. God does not have to accept anything you bring him. Remember that the rest of your life. 
He loves you. He'll never stop loving you, but he don't have to accept you and your jacked up attitude. You understand that? You, now, listen, I, I, we all had a pity party. We got mad at God. He's cool with you being mad. You know what? God rather you be. God knows your heart anyway. You mad? Tell him you mad. God, I'm mad as a hornet. I don't understand this stuff. He, he respects that. And don't tell people because people got a big mouth. So, man, you tell people, so, oh, you know, I'm mad at God. I'm mad. They, you call your girlfriend. That dipstick will call 20 other people, and now you got the whole church thinking you whacked out. Go in your prayer closet and get it out. Hello. Beloved. Yeah. Go in your prayer closet and yell it out, scream it out. Tell God he's big enough. You think he's going to freak out? You know when the kids, remember I used to, I think this is the best story. Remember when your kids, Lauren never did this. The other two were driving me up a wall. But, you know, they coming out and they're mad at you. You know what I mean? I hate you. Remember when your kids said they hate you? Come on, man. Your kid never said that? You know what I'm saying? They mad. I hate you. You laugh. Ha ha, you don't hate me. You're just mad. You think that's God does to you. I'm mad, God. God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost start laughing in heaven at you. Yeah, you mad. You get over it. Watch, baby. You know what? Come on. It's the same thing. You think God fell off the throne the minute you went up there and said, I'm mad at you. I quit. I'm not going back to relevant. Pastor Chris makes me mad. Blah, 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 blah. He cool with it. He's big enough to handle it. God don't flip out over it. You with it? You seeing it? All right, now read it, because we ain't done. Everybody read it. But in the Cain into his offering, he had not respect. And Cain got mad, and his countenance fell. He mad. God said, why are you mad? Why are you mad? And why is your countenance, why is your face messed up? Funny how God dealt with his attitude and his face. Yeah, you think I'm telling you right now? You should walk up to some people and say, what's wrong with your face? Smile, man. What you all grumpy about? Look, God did it. People are like, I'm so happy to be in church. Well, you're real joy. Well, I don't get happy about nothing. That's why you ain't got a boyfriend, Grouch. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just kidding. I just, you got to laugh. You people don't laugh enough. That's why your wife can't stand you. You're all grumpy. No, go back to six. Nobody like grumpy people. And let me tell you something, girls. Nobody, guys don't like grumpy girls. I'm just telling you. God, come home. How are you? Okay. Come on, man. Who do want to come home to that? Work 40 hours, I got to come home to that? Okay. I got to go home. I'm getting in trouble. You feel it? Lord said unto Pastor Chris, why are you rough? <laughs> Pastor Chris, why is your continents fell? My church is grumpy with me, Lord. Verse 7, come on. Yeah, what's wrong with your face? If thou does well... Won't you be accepted? So he said, look, he said, look, follow the instruction. Do the right thing and I'll accept it. You bring in this mess and want me to bless a mess. I can't bless that mess. You got to bring what I told you to bring. If thou did well, shall I not accept you? And if thou does not well, sin is lying at the door. He said, look, he said, it's sin. Man, you ever see that? You see it? Am I excited about it? I'm the only one who sees it. You see it? He said, that other thing is sin. Oh, you thought it was reason. Now that third voice in your head is dangerous. It's the voice of sin and rebellion. He said, Lord, let me bring. You know what he thought? This is what he thought. Let me bring what I want to bring God. He'll accept it. God said, no, 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 no. You don't bring me what you want to bring me and think I'm going to accept it. Sin gave you that idea. I'll give you time to change, but don't you think you're going to bring that in here? Because you ain't bringing it, and I'm not kicking it. If thou, read it. Don't you don't got to read it out loud. If thou does well, shalt thou not be accepted. Yeah. And if thou does not well, 
You know what's caught you not doing well? My idea. No, sin. Reason. See it? What is ain't no big deal? You better believe it's a big deal. Oh, you think you hiding. You ain't hiding nothing from God. You think you slick. You ain't slick. It's playing you, man. It's playing you. That's why I keep it all open. <laughs> why do you keep it all open? Man, life's easy when it's open. You got that little hidden thing? Boy, God will call you out on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. Sure. My buddy, my buddy, you know, there's that scripture, be sure your sin will find you out. Woo! My buddy, every night on weekend when he would go out, Jeremy's dad used to do that to him. He'd be like, he'd be like, oh, okay, go have fun, son. Go have a blast. Yeah, go have good. And son, remember this. Shouldn't be hitting the door. Remember, son, your sin will find you out. Have a great night. <laughs> Boy, you want to talk about being convicted, right? Your sin will find you out. It's going to tell on you sooner or later. Ain't nothing hidden. It's coming out. You better believe it. That's why I keep a clear conscience. I'm telling you, it's important. You're like, well, hey, no, I don't want to keep a clear conscience. Well, then you're going to suffer the pain, right? Sin lies at the door. And let me tell you, and unto thee shall be his desire. Ooh, that's rough. What do you mean? Sin will have its way with you. And now shall rule over him. What shall rule over you? Sin. Sin will dominate you. Look at verse 8. Watch this. You getting this? You pulling this in? Watch this. Watch this. And Cain talked with Abel's brother, and it came to pass, and he got all messed up. You don't know what the whole deal is. Cain. What happened? Brought the fruit of the ground. But in the Cain and knew his offering. Look at verse 5. But in the Cain and of his offering, he had no respect. And the Cain and do his what? His offering. He said, I ain't got no respect for your offering, therefore I ain't got no respect for you. He rejected him. Because you and your offering are one. You and you, 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 you and what you bring God are one. See it? So you bring God your best. You're going to bring God worship, you bring him the best worship you got. You're going to bring God praise, you bring him the best praise you got. You're going to bring God something, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care if you're bringing God $5, man. Make sure you bring that thing pressed out, ready to go, envelope signed. You got a smile on your face, you got joy in your heart. God, I'm starting here, but I'm getting somewhere, amen. You bring an offering to God, prepare it, amen. I'm telling you right now, you're going to bring work. You're going to come here and worship God, worship him with everything you got. You're going to read the word, read the word with everything you got. You bring God the best you got because God, because why I'm following instruction. Let me show you. I got a couple of, let me give you one more scripture to let you go home. I've been keeping you a little later in the summer because I got you. Everybody's like, oh, great. What are you going to do in the winter? Make you sleep over. All right. No, come on. Right? Look, look at these scriptures. Did you get some of these? Man, look at Proverbs 4.13. Write these down. We're going to go quick. Kaylee's smart. She's quick. She's sharp. She can fly a plane. Come on. Right? Proverbs 4, 13. Take hold. Take fast hold. Look at these scriptures I'm going to give you. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go and keep her. She is thy life. Woo! Did you get that? Look at this one. Look at this one. Proverbs 5 and 12. Proverbs 5, 12, 13, and then Proverbs 5, 23. And say... How have I hated instruction in my heart despised reproof? Ain't that great? And have not obeyed the voice of my teachers nor inclined my ear to them that have instructed me. Look at 23. Proverbs 5, 23. This is what the outcome is. He shall die without instruction. 
and in the greatness of his folly shall he go astray. Man, you better stay close to instruction. You better find it. Seek it out. Look for it. Okay? Man, I like this one. You ready for this one? Proverbs 6.23. Just write these down. This one's a good one. And then I'm going to give you one more, and I'll let you go. You like that? I like that, Miss Kathy. You laughing. You're cute. I like this church. Like, I'm going to give you 83 more scriptures. For the commandment is, you get this? For the commandment is a lamp, a lamp, and the law is light. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet, the light unto my path. It is a law of light. And reproof of instructions are the way of life. You see that? What's that mean? The word produces the road of direction, but reproof keeps you on it. See it? It shows you where to go, but reproof keeps you on it. It, ch it chases you to stay there. Look at this last one, man. Proverbs 9. This one's mess you up. Proverbs 9. 9. And we're going to look at it in Amplified if you can. I'm going to give you three verses. I'll let you go. He is in the way. I'm going to let you stay here all night. You ain't got nothing to do anyway. Go home and you watch TV. Oh, I'm watching TV. I'm watching TV all night long and eat ding-dongs. That's doing you a lot of good. Proverbs 9 and 9. Give instruction to a wise man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm dangerous, man. I'm dangerous. Oregon, you doing good? Is it Oregon or Oregon? 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 Oregon. Yeah, you can't get, get screw that up. I went to Bible school. You can't mess that up. They take correct you about it when you mess it up. It's true. It's all right. I went at the girl. I said, are you from Oregon? She said, it's Oregon or whatever. I screwed up all the time. Give instruction. Look, look you write this. You got this? By saying what? You came out the back there. I thought you were like, what? Wah, wah, ninja or something. Who's that? Who is that? You didn't see that? Give instruction to a wise man, and he'll become even wiser. Come on, look at this. Look at this. Isn't this good? Teach a righteous man, and he will increase his learning. Man, that's a good one right there. The reverent fear of the Lord that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome is the beginning in the what? Preeminent part of what? Wisdom, it's the starting point in its essence, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding and spiritual insight. Remember we read that? Come on, right? Look at the next verse. I'll leave you alone. For by me, wisdom from God, your days will be multiplied, and your years of life shall be increased. Woo! Keep you on the earth following wisdom. You live a long life. You see that? Do you get that? Did you pull that in? You want one more? I could do it. Man, y'all messing me up. I like Proverbs 13, 18. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. That's a good one right there. Proverbs 13, 18. You want one more? Proverbs 15, 28, Amplified. Y'all got to go home. Come back next week. I'll keep you here longer. If you start doing this stuff, you got to read through 33. Proverbs 15, 28. The heart of the righteous, uncompromisingly righteous, it says, studies how to answer. But the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. Jesus, good God. Did you see that? Go back. You got to read. You got to read it. You reading this stuff? This is a Bible, man. This will help you, man. 
For the heart of the righteous, you understand what that means? The heart of the righteous means your spirit. The heart of a righteous thinks carefully about how to answer. He don't just open his mouth. Checks in. Wise man's heart teaches his mouth what to speak. Careful about how to answer in a wise and appropriate and timely way. My God in heaven. Imagine what your life looks like you start being like that. But the babbling mouth of the wicked pours out what? Benevolent things. I don't even know what that means. Crazy stuff. I like this right here, right? I like it better over here. Evil things. The Lord, look at 29. Boy, this is good stuff, ain't it? You got to check in. Can I even say it? If you can't say it, don't say it. The Lord is far from the wicked and distances himself from them. Oh, there you go. But he hears the prayers of the consistently righteous. The upright and right standing with him. That is those who are spiritually <coughs> integrity and moral courage. Look at this. Keep going. The light of the eyes rejoices the hearts of others. And good news puts fat on the bones. The ear that listens to reproof learns from the life-giving rebuke, reprimand, censor, will remain among the wise. He who refuses and ignores it, or he who neglects and ignores instruction and discipline, despises himself. My God in him. You see that they hate themselves. See, people that don't receive it, they, they, don't, they, they, they don't have the right opinion of themselves. Because when you when you find out how valuable you are, you know the only thing you've been looking for is instruction. You see it? They got a wrong opinion of themselves. Once you get an opinion of yourself, you know how important your life is. You know I got to find instruction because I got to go. I'm somebody going someplace to happen. Do you see what I just said? You see what I just said? I'm someplace going somewhere to happen, man. I ain't hanging around ding dongs. Don't know where they're going. I know I'm somebody going somewhere to happen. I'm, I'm, I got great on me, and great's got to get somewhere. You get that? I got great on me, great's going somewhere. I'm not walking around aimlessly like I don't know where I'm going. I got great on me. Not because, of, not because of God's on you. God's in you. Great's taking me someplace. You see it? He who neglects and ignores instruction and discipline despises himself. People that don't follow, they just, they can't see their value. So they, when they hear something big, they just throw it away. I don't need to listen to that. But he who learns from rebuke acquires what? Keep going. Understanding and grows in wisdom. Man, you're looking for instruction. I keep you here all night. That's good. You see it? Did you get it? I'm looking for instruction. Where do you get that from? The word. So don't just bring God. Don't just bring God. God, here's what I got. No, no, no. You bring him, you bring him, you bring him what he wants. What does he want? He wants you to walk in love. He wants you to do all them fruits. That's what he wants. Just do it. It's hard. It's a whole lot harder not doing it. So just do it. He gave you the grace for that. You know what? Can I explain something to you? It's so easy if you see this. God gave you the grace to do everything he asked you to do. You don't have the grace when you stop doing what he asked you to do. 
Life only becomes, you know, the Bible's got a scripture, it's real cute. It says this, it says, it says, easy is the way that them that follow God, but what? It's hard for the sluggard or the sinful to plow. Why? Because you outside the will of God, man. You think being in the will of God's hard? Get out of it. Start driving that boat. You know what I'm saying? God gave you the grace <clears throat> to stay in the life. When you get out of the life, that's when you don't got the grace for life. My loke is easy, my burden's light. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. If the load's too heavy, you probably picked up loads you shouldn't be carrying. See what I'm saying? Just chill out, kick back, relax. Come on, you got to go home. I need, I got to have you all refreshed for next week. You won't come back if I load you up too much. Come on, you ready? Stand up on your feet. God is good, ain't he? You better get ready for the glory of God now. This place is going to be messed up. It ain't going to be right. We ain't, and here's the thing. You want to know what? We ain't going back just because we're having a conference. Nah, we're going over. We ain't leaving. We're going to be, we're going to be you're going to go home. You're going to take the glory with you. What's the glory? It's the presence of God. He's here. See, here's the problem with church people. Well, I don't know. Is God going to show up? No, no, it ain't about that. How much God do you want? That's what it comes down to. How much God do you want? That's what it comes down to. God's open, man. He just pour in. You open up, he'll pour in. And the glory will fill you, man. The glory of God will come on you. You get all, you'll be, you'll be done. And the glory will come on you. You take it home with you, amen? And it'll change your life. It will. So you get ready. You keep getting ready. You keep going forward, all right? The glory of God's coming. It's on you right now. It'll come on you even stronger. Well, God, what's God going to do if he comes on me? He's going to make you better, change you. Not that there's nothing wrong with you, but you start thinking right. You'll start thinking, <laughs> you'll start thinking right. Start thinking better about yourself because you don't even know who you are. God knows who you are. He'll tell you who you are. You can't believe what you think about you because you lie to yourself. You believe what God says about you. That's the key. I don't know who I am. He'll tell you who you are. Once he tells you who you are, you never forget it. Amen? Oh, I'm telling you, life's getting ready, man. I'm telling you, life shifted, man. You just shifted. Amen? Just lift your hands to heaven, amen? Lift your hands to heaven. God is so good, amen? He's so good, ain't he? Come on, stir yourself up a little bit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. You ain't filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to get filled with the Holy Ghost, amen? We'll get you filled with the Holy Ghost, amen? Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost, amen? You're at home praying, praying the Spirit, amen? Take a minute and pray in the Spirit. It changes your attention, amen? Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Watch the anointing. The glory of God's in here. The glory of God is going to fill you. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Just say this out loud. Everybody look at me. Just say this out loud. Say, Lord, thank you for helping me grow in instruction. I'm going to follow instruction. It's going to lead me to a destination and destiny. I'm going to fulfill the call of God on my life. Lift your hands to heaven close your eyes. Tell God, I'm going to fulfill the call of God on my life. You tell him like you're serious about it. I'm going to fulfill the call of God, call of God on my life. And some of you got to stop jacking around. Now listen to me. I'm rebuking some of you in love. You better stop jerking around with this attendance business, not getting to church. I ain't talking to nobody in here. I got this in the unction of the Holy Ghost. 
You understand what I'm just saying here? I got this in the unction of the Holy Ghost. This ain't man's stupidness. This is God's wisdom. You got to get serious about training yourself and you can't lose sight that God's called you. God's called you. I'm listening to talking to those people on the screen. You can watch this stuff if you can't be here. You got to value you and your gift. You understand me? You understand me? We need you and your position in the body. As long as we all come together, we can fill this thing. Amen? You got to prioritize God first. God first. Everything else comes next. God first. Tell the Lord you're serious about this. God ain't waiting. God, it ain't like God's waiting for God. He's waiting for you. I'm serious. You tell God I'm serious. If you're serious, you tell him you're serious. If you ain't serious, don't open your mouth. You'd be lying. But if you're serious, say, God, I'm serious. I'm not rebuking you out of meanness. You understand that? I'm just, I'm giving you good because you called. You know the difference between called and chosen? Chosen people show up. Everybody called. Everybody called. Chosen people come in and get equipped. God will get on you one time, touch you, change your life forever. I went in one. I went in. I was in the living room. I was in the living room in the morning. I was in the living room in the morning. Some dude shot out. Didn't know jack nothing about God. Didn't know nothing. I lift my hand in the air and the power got hit. I walk in, walked in the room one way, walked out a new guy. I was a brand new guy. Cuss like cuss like worse than anybody. Cuss like all you put together. Cuss. Walked in cussing. Walked out cuss. Never cussed again. How in the world did you do that? You can't do that. God will do it. Get a hold of you. Power God hit me. I said, I've been looking for this all my life. I didn't know where it was. I didn't know where it was. You know what I'm saying? It was in God. But I've never seen God. i seen religion. That's stupid. I went to this. This is nuts. No, when I would touch God, do you touch God? You know, man, you touch God. You know you met God. You know what I'm saying by that? Man, you know it's God. Religion's goofy. Religion's a jacked up mess. You don't want no religion. When you touch God, man, you've been looking for that all your life. But I, I'm telling you, listen to me, some of you, I'm being serious with you. Your calling is we need it in the earth. You say, well, I'm not called to reach the millions. You got What if you got to reach one? You better stop thinking you ain't that important. You're a lot more important than you think you are. We need you. But I got to have a big ministry. I got to have a big ministry. Why in the world's a big ministry anyway? Obedience is a big ministry. God got you on assignment to reach one. You better. That lady drove 16 hours to come to my house to get me saved. 20 something, some, probably 20 something hours, drive my house, stopped at my door. And this ain't about me. Thank God she did. I might be going to hell right now. You ain't got no ministry. You got a ministry right now all around you. You important, man. God needs you. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you need to hear this. You might be watching on this camera. God needs you right now where you're at. You ain't, you, you, you understand this? God needs you right now. You got one, I don't care if you got one or 80. I don't care how many you reach. You better go reach them though. You got a mission and an assignment. You're important. Well, I don't have no big ministry. Big ministry? What in the heck is a big ministry? Big ministry? What's a big ministry anyway? I don't even know what big ministry is. I don't even care. The Bible says it's crazy to compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. Be who God called you to be. When you get one person saved. My God, one person is good enough for me. That sounds so crazy. You know, well, if Jesus just came for one person, he would have did it. Yeah, but guess what? If you got one person, man, you go get one, you'll get another one and another one and another one and another one and another. You change the whole family. I'm telling you, listen to me, you're important. But you got to get equipped. You got to get equipped. I don't know what God's got for you. 
Well, God called me in uh, 1963. He didn't forget about it. Why did you? God gave me a ministry of prayer. Well, you better start praying. Well, God gave me a ministry to kids. You better go reach them. I don't know what you got in you to go do, but you got something to go do. You stay around here long enough, the fire of God will get on you. It'll get on you. It gets on you like, man, I'm, a, I'm in the ministry. I don't, I, my, your job is just the seed bank thing. That ain't, no, that ain't your first priority. That ain't your first priority. God's your first priority. You understand me? And now you're getting ready to roll into glory. My God in heaven, you used to Shabbat Kalabat. You better stay over there. You better stay behind the both of them. Dave, you better stay behind her. You better stay behind her. You better stay behind her. You better, stay, you better help, Jeff. You better help. Hey, you better watch Roseanne. You better watch Mrs. We better watch them. You better watch the both of them. Glory. 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 Jeff, you better pay attention. What, what, hit one of them and hit both of them. Don't step on Mrs. Strike Watch it. 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 Told you it's going to come like a wave. How in the world that happened? <laughs> Whoa! You better get ready. <laughs> you better get ready. You better get ready. <laughs> I'm telling you, you better get ready. Oh, you better get ready. Woo! It's going to get hotter in here. Jesus. You better get ready. <laughs> Woo! You better get ready. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> glory. He coming in the belly. I'll tell you what. He's been talking to me about the glory. You better just close your eyes and pay attention to heaven. He's been telling me about the glory. He said, he said, the glory. I got I stopped studying it. I said, I'd get out of it, man. I would have got lost. You get lost in it. And I try to come back and function. I won't be able to function right here. But he said, I'm going to come. He said, he told me, he said, you get ready. He said, you just prepare and yield. I said, oh, buddy, you better get ready for that. He said, well, I said, you better prepare and get yield. You yield and get ready. You get yield. You ain't ready for it. You get, you said, prepare and get yielding. Yield means just don't get in my way. <laughs> the yield means don't get in my way. God's cute, right? He said, he said, prepare. He said, prepare and yield. You know what yield means? Get out of my way, boy. That's what that means. He said, you better get out of my way. He said, don't get in my way. I'm going to touch these people. I'm going to mess them up. I'm going to mess them up. That's God. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. He's God. I ain't, I'm not going to mess them up. I'm not getting in his way. Prepare and yield. You better get ready. I'm going to start Sunday. We're going to go right in. We started already. We tapped the river. You feel it? The river is flowing. We got it flowing in here. It's going to increase. Sunday is going to be strong. Coming this building ready to go. And then you keep coming. And by, by the time next week comes, you'll be swimming in it. You'll be swimming in the glory. We're going to be swimming in the glory. I'm telling you, you better come with expectation next week, starting Sunday, like you never had before. God is in, you think God's going to, you think God's going to get, let man get in the way of giving you what heaven wants to give you? You could forget that. But we're going to have an atmosphere where we can let God do whatever he wants to do. Because I ain't going to be in no hurry about it. Because I ain't here. For, I told him, I'm, you're going to get it. Whatever you come to get, you're going to get. You say, I need a miracle. You get miracles all day long. When the glory shows up, you can't even get in the room. He'll show up thick. Feel it? He coming. His presence strong. His presence will come even stronger in here. We've got to disconnect. Otherwise, we'll be here all night. 
just lift your hands to heaven. We don't want to offend them, but we got to get, sometimes you, you ain't ready yet. You ain't ready yet. You know what I mean? But you ain't yielded enough. He'll come and hit me. It ain't going to hit, going to hit me. What am I going to do with it? It hit me. I want to get it off of me. I don't even want it on me. It gets so strong, I don't want it on me. That's why I want you to come quicker sometimes. I don't want it on me like that. But it's going to come on you. You understand that? You come in and you get all, every day, man. There's songs you didn't even sing yet. Words you didn't even think. Books you didn't write. Sermons you didn't even preach. There's stuff in you, my God in heaven. You're going to get a miracle. Some of you come in here looking for miracles. You're going to get miracles. Just lift your hands to heaven. Just thank the Lord. And just tell the Lord, say, I'm going to prepare my heart. I'm going to be ready to receive. And I'm going to get everything. Everything you got for me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. Amen. Hey, look, I'm, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not, I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you're important, man. That ain't about somebody's church. I don't even know who comes to church. But that's about you getting in position to get your stuff. We need you. And you come ready Sunday, man. I'm going to bed early Saturday night. And Sunday, I'm going to come in that building. I'm going to get what God's got. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, make plans. You get in the building. Say, oh, God, you got it. I want it. It'll bring the glory of God. It's in you. But when you can see what's in you, it'll come on you. Man, when it comes on you, it's going to be like camp meeting, man. I'm telling you, listen to me. You come in here with no, no, you come in here with no limitation and total expectation. Man, you're going to get messed up. I stay here all night. He told me the other day, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, yield. I knew when he said yield. He said, I'm going to bring about the glory. He said, yield and get out of my way. That's what that means. He said, yield. He said, prepare and get out of my way. You know what that means? One time I went to South Carolina. He said, I'm going to be, man, I got messed up. He told me, so I went to Tennessee. I wanted to go see Brother Noah. He said, I'm going to be quick. He said this. The Holy Ghost told me this. He said, I'm going to be quick. I'm going to move fast. I'm going to be quick. I'm going to move fast. And you got to catch up with me. I said, what in the world does that mean? Never heard a day in my life. He was quick. I'm going to be fast. I went there. I missed him the first meeting. I said, my God. God zipped in the meeting and left. He beat me, man. He come in. He moved too quick. I couldn't catch him. Because the people weren't ready. He went. And I said, man, I couldn't grab him. She was with me. She'll tell you the truth, right? So he come in the meeting. And we were in Cleveland, Tennessee. We had Brother Normals. He moved quick. But they weren't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. Moved too quick. Missed him. I got to South Carolina. I was waiting for him. She'll tell you. I didn't preach. The kid played a song. I said, play that over. I heard it was the rhythm of heaven. I said, play it again. Play it again. It looked like they poured fire on them people. The glasses went flying. People looked like they were burning. Am I lying? The dude got scared. The big worship guy got scared. He was like, oh, my God. He's a big recording artist guy. He got freaked out. He was running, hiding behind the thing. He got those water baptism things. You know, you hide. He went in Carolina. He went and hid behind the thing. He got nervous. He's like, he got away from it. I said, bro, it's thick like that. I the Lord said, I'm going to move quick. I said, play that sound. I didn't even preach one word. I didn't preach one word. I said, play that sound. Heaven was moving. See, heaven moves quick. You got to be ready for heaven. You can't come in here and say, well, I'm going to see what Pastor Chris is going to say. You don't miss God. God will, he won't even show up. You come in here ready, like, well, I don't care what he's going to say. He's going to say something from heaven, and I'm going to get it. And, bro, I don't care if I get buck wild, knock a chair over. I don't care. I'm getting it. It looked like God was pouring gasoline on those people. Am I kidding? Glasses went flying. People hitting the floor. I got nervous. I was in India one time. There's 45, 50 people in the room with me. And I said, amen. I thought I was done. I said, amen. All right, I'll come back later on. I picked my Bible. One of this. God said, be still and be quiet. I said, what's the word? I said, you better all stop. Stop what you're doing. I don't know. Be still be quiet. These people started falling out. I was the only person standing in a room of 50. 
They fell out and hit their head on the concrete. I was freaking out. I watched this girl fall head first, hit a metal chair. Her head looked like a cantaloupe went flying, hit the ground. I said, God, this is going to be a bloody mess. I don't understand this stuff. They all laid on the floor, sprawled out all over. I got scared. I covered my face like this. I said, oh, my God. I don't know. I looked. These people falling, banging stuff. Chairs are flipping. They had those little lawn chairs with plastic. These were flying all over the place, breaking them. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God, God, oh my God, 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 I'm watching people, I open my eyes and what's up, boom, they're falling out, it's like, oh, boom, 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 I open my eyes and they all got up normal. Not a lump, not a bump, not a nothing. I was like, what in the world just happened in this room? I scared. I closed my eyes, I was scared. Glory come in there, man, freak you out. You scared of God? You better be. See, you ain't seen him yet like that. He show up, he's scary. Not in, a, not in a scary kind of way, but he'll move so quick, do stuff, man, psh, miracle. Watch deaf ears open. Pow! Couldn't hear. Fall on the ground. How in the world did you do that, God? I'm God. I'll do what I want to do when I want to do it. He'll do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Amen? You give him an atmosphere, he'll do anything. He'll do anything. But you can't come in here and spectate. you got to participate. Say, you got to pull on that thing. Say, God, you're going to come in my life. You're going to speak a word. You're going to tell me something. You're going to change. My head's so crazy. You're going to give me something from heaven. I don't know if you need a miracle. Whatever you need, you come ready to experience it. He'll set it behind. And you want to know what's crazy? This is what I feel. We ain't leaving this atmosphere. I'm done. I'm wrecked for normal. I ain't preaching no more sermons. I quit. I felt it the other day. I felt like, man, we went up there two weeks ago when I prophesied in here. I said, man, we're going to a new level. I know how to do this thing like this. I don't know how to do it any other way. I ain't doing it no other way. This is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to roll. We're spirit people. How long is this going to be? Don't come. You're going to jack up what's happening. Church is jacked up. How long is this? What do you mean? You don't go watch the ball game saying, when's this over? You see what I'm saying? It's God. I'm not picking on you. I love you. I'm talking to you straight. I don't lie to you. I told you that. You got so much in you, the body of Christ needs it. You understand that? You. We need you. All of you. Your gift ain't gone just because somebody don't notice something on you. Some of you ready for the greatest comeback of your life. They wrote you off, man. People wrote you off. Say, so you ain't going to mount yeah, Watch what I'm going to do. Flip the world upside down, me and God. Come on, somebody. You ain't done. Some of you think you've done. I'm getting ready to retire. You ain't getting ready to retire. Nothing. You're getting ready to join the ministry. So I didn't sign up for this. Neither did I. Join the club. <laughs> I was just going to make money and have fun. I was like, I'm going to golf two days a week and fish three days a week and be happy. Now I got to do that on the side and preach the gospel. It's a great honor. But let me tell you, ain't nobody signed up for this. You think I woke up one day and designed, oh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have church. I have to figure this out. Look, I'm ready. You feel him? He here. He get on you. He likes this kind of talk. Faith. You go home in the car, you can be a little loopy. Okay? But you get ready. Pull. All right. Lift your hands to heaven and say, thank you, Lord. You're doing great. Lord, I love you. I thank you for all these people that are awesome. Thank you we get to do this together, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We know we're never going to be saved again because of you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, lift your hands to heaven. Lift your hands to heaven. Don't go nowhere. Play. Sambre, ingle, mangle, bamble, brush, the killamandele, la balaba, shakalabalabalaba. Somebody's getting ready to step in a pocket of wealth. You're getting ready to step in a dimension of wealth you've never seen before. You're getting ready to step into a dimension of wealth you've never acquired before. You're getting ready to step in a dimension of wealth. Supernatural financial miracles are getting ready to be released in this house. He's releasing them now in your life. Amen. 
He's releasing them right now in your life. Amen. And there's people even watching right now. You're going to watch this days later. The anointing upon what I'm saying right now is going to open a well of thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars leading to millions of dollars because your desire is to prosper and your desire is to be a kingdom financier. So I'm prophesying to you today and I'm prophesying right now for people to hear what I'm saying. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing supernatural financial increase unto the people right now in Jesus' mighty name. You're opening up a supernatural portal for provision in this house and you're opening up a supernatural portal in their life. I thank you, Lord, right now that there'll never be a need. There'll never be a need again. You'll have no lack. We'll have supernatural overflow and the blessing of God will rest upon you all the days of your life. And I'm prophesying right now. You have broken the back of poverty. You have rebuked the seed blocker. You've reduced the seed blocker to nothing. You've overcome fear and you've resisted in the place of faith to see miracles in your finances like never before. And I believe it right now. And if you believe it with me, shout like you got it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You better get that. I bet you shout like you got it. Shout ba 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 da ba ba. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. I believe it. You better go home. I'll stay here all day. Lift your hands up and say, thank you, Jesus. I got that in the Holy Ghost. That'll make you rich. We got that on film. We got we to gotta suck that off something. Find it on the, don't shut nothing off. Get that or whatever. If you ain't got it, you understand know that? That'll make you millions of dollars. I'm telling you, listen to me. We're going to start work. Listen to me, baby. We're going to start working with the anointing now. We ain't playing with natural stuff. We're playing with, we play with Holy Ghost stuff. I'm going over. I'm just going to stay in the office and pray in tongues all day. Don't nobody book. I come out and prophesy in the morning. It'll happen by the evening. Hey. It'll happen by the evening. Pax, you better get this kid. Bada bada ba! Hey! 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 <laughs> hey! Whoa! I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm telling you what! I'm telling you what! You better get ready. We ain't even gonna play with this stuff. We're gonna go get it in God. Prophesy in the morning and see you by the evening. <laughs> it's new. You'll be alright. Just trust me. All you new dudes, just trust me. I know what I'm doing. I, I'm telling you, it's, it's done. It's done. It's done. You re-wrecked for normal. Normal ain't no more. Amen? Normal ain't no more. If you ain't say, 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 I got it. I don't know. Say whatever you guys say. Whatever God puts in your heart, just say, I got it. 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 I don't know. Say whatever you guys say. <laughs> Woo! Say whatever you got to say. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Tony, go get Yazzie. Go get her. Somebody go get her quick. Somebody go get her quick. Watch the power of God. Watch the power of God. Hey! It's like electricity. It's in my hand. It's like electricity. It's in my hand. It's like electricity. Blessings! Come upon you in Jesus' name. Jesus' name.
Thank you, Lord. Blessings of God coming upon you. Amen. Blessings coming upon you. Blessings coming. Kentucky, you better get ready. You better get ready. You better get ready. You better get ready. Oh, Britt, you better get ready. The glory's falling. The glory's falling. The glory's falling. Jody, you better get ready. You coming out of that thing right now. Bam. 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 Here it comes. Like a wave. Like a wave. Like a wave. Britt, you better get ready. They're going to catch the overflow. Right there, Jody. Right there. Go. Loose her right now in Jesus' name. Right now. Loose her mind right now in Jesus' name. Now. In Jesus' name. Right now. Now! Right now! Right now! Right now! Hey! Jody, watch the power of God hit you right now. Bam! It's gonna go on your left side, hit your right side. It's gonna feel like electricity. Britt, it's coming on you right now. Britt, you're going there. Britt, you're going there. You're going there. You're going there. Hey, Wanda, watch this. Watch him. Get it. Better get her, Mr. Williams. Watch him. Bam! Right now. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Hey, Dennis, turn around. Watch the Holy Ghost fall on Shemetta. It's already over her. You better get me. Jeff, you watch her. Go watch my mother. Go watch the power. The people that are really connected to me, the power got to hit them real strong right now. Shemetta, get ready. Take it. Take it, Britt. Take it, Britt. Take it, Jody. Don't play with it. Here it comes. It's gonna hit me. I don't want to hit me again. When it hits you, you take all of it. It's gonna set you free in the arena of your mind right now. Now, right there. There it is. Take all of it. There it is. Right there. I know what I'm doing. I'm good at this. Not like starting a smart kind of guy. Brittany, watch this. Bam. Three, two, one. Bam. Three, two, one. Bam. No more mind dealing. Three, two, one. Bam. No more mind dealing. You got it, kid. You got it. You got it. You got it. Don't worry about what people don't understand. You got it. I just told you you got it because you got it. You got it. And that's why you and him are with me and the kids too. I'm keeping all of you. Amen forever. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, Mr. Spring, you ready? You ready? You ready? You'll be like you're 20. Bam. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Gonna be like you're 20. Hey. 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 Woo. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Ah! Woo! <laughs> you better get ready. Tony, the letter fall. Ah! It's in your hand already. Bam, there it is. It's in your hand already. <laughs> Joker's on the ground. <laughs> you better get ready. The glory's going to come in this place. It's here. He just start manifesting. He's God. <laughs> He's God. <laughs> you can't figure out God. You try to figure out God, you gonna go nuts. Don't try to figure him out. Just agree with him. You can't figure out God. How's he do? Why's he do? It's eight fifty-seven on a Wednesday. You think God cares? Time don't mean nothing to God. Get her. world you how in the world you how in the world you it's like a wave oh yeah 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 brand new season brand new season miss kathy you going to a brand new season that kathy right there you got a brand new season bam watch this you coming out of that thing right now pow you coming out of that thing right now pow you coming out of that thing right now pow you coming out of that thing right now no more mind gripping devils gonna come and attack you no more none of this thing no no go now don't come back now now, now, 
now. You're totally free from all that stuff. Jesus name. Slip your hands to heaven. God's a good God, ain't he? Woo, he a good God. He a good God. He a good God. Y'all better get ready. Y'all better be ready. Glory's gonna come in here and mess you up, Kentucky. The glory's going in here and mess you up. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. Just lift your hands to heaven. Thank the Lord. Just lift your hands to heaven. Thank the Lord. He's good. Just lift your hands to heaven. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we're going we're gonna to roll, roll in the glory. Rolling in it. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. We ain't leaving. We're not even going to disconnect. You know what I mean? We're just going to carry it. You just carry this. You don't, you don't, you don't stop it. It's like a river. You come in here Sunday. I'm telling you, come early. And people, people that they get in the river to go, and then we go right into the thing the weekend. Come in this place and just be done with it. Be done with normal. Ain't no nor- normal. It's supernatural. Like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. Don't worry about it. See, you can yell and shout and you fabricate stuff. This ain't fabricate. You ain't fabricating. You understand what I'm saying? This is when God comes in. God touches you, change your life. God touched you one time, change you forever. I ain't God. I can't do this stuff. That's why I don't jerk around when he shows up. Get out of the way. He told, you, he told me, he said, yield and get out of my way. I know what he was saying. I told her, I said, I don't think I'm going to get notes. I don't think I'll get them. I'll write them, but I don't think I'll use them. Come in here and flow. Find it. You got to get in. I'm going to be waiting for him. He'll come. It's like electricity. You feel it? It's like tangible. You can grab it. I don't know why he does it like he does it, but he does it like that. He's God. He's God. That's how he rolls. That's how he rolls. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why he does it the way he does it. I don't know why he does it the way he does it. I don't know why he does it the way he does it. I don't know why he does it the way he does it. But he does it because he's God. He's God. He's God. He's God. You understand that? He's God. He's God. God, you let him be God. You gotta let him be God. Go let God be God. Thank you, Lord. I don't even want to, I don't even know how to get out of this. I don't even think you want to get out of this. You just kind of yielding it. So we ain't gonna we're not gonna talk about amen. We just talk about God, we coming back for more. One continue. I really believe. I'm going to prophesy. I believe it. It's going to be one continual move of God. It's not going to stop. Does that make sense? It's going to increase. One continual move of God. Getting greater and greater and greater and greater and greater. Not not, not increasing and not stopping, but just not, not decreasing. Just increasing and not stopping. Praise the Lord Jesus. 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 Ooh, praise the Lord Jesus. Lord, until we come back again, we love you and we praise you. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And we ain't never going to be the same again. We're in, we, we appreciate you showing up. Be grateful. Always be thank God. Always be grateful for him to show up. Because he don't have to show up. He don't have to. He chooses to. He doesn't have to. He wants to. You know what I'm saying that? He doesn't have to show up. He chooses to set an atmosphere for you. Honor him. He shows up. Speak his language. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Until we meet again, 
Lord, we're going to praise you, worship you, honor you, and adore you. And we thank you for your presence. When we come back again, we expect more. We're going to be ready for more. We're going to walk in more. And we're going to carry more. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen? Amen? All right, guys, you're doing good. You feel it? Yeah, you feel it? Don't be in a hurry. Just carry it. And be conscious of it. Don't, go, go, don't get goofy. Just stay, stay into things. You know what I'm saying by that? Don't go get natural now. You went to a, thank you. You went, you went and got spiritual. Does that make sense? You went and got your spiritual overload on. Stay there. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. You guys can go. If you want to go. You want to sleep in the church? Talk to somebody in the building. Let you stay in the building. I don't, I don't, somebody might stay in the building, man. I've been to that before. But don't, you got to go home. I can't let you stay here. Amen. <laughs> but you show up early Sunday morning, all right? Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.